The following podcast will contain spoilers, tangents, hot takes, and excessive foul language. Viewer discretion is advised. Enjoy the show. Horror fans, and welcome to episode 246 of Frightmares. I'm your host, Austin Proctor, and joining me today for 2006's Slither is my uh, my wife, Gabrielle Proctor. Is that a question? Oh, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Would you like to go for a third? Nah. Nah. Second time was the charm on that one. It wasn't over here. And I yeah, was, I noticed that. Yeah. And I was like, ah, where? I forgot it's also right over there. Dropping the ball. Fail safe. Yeah. That's typical me, the, though. The failsafe you didn't know was there. Yeah. <laughs> that you put there. <laughs> totally unintentional, but Perfect. I do it every time. Crushed it. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. Doing Slither today. Uh, do you want to talk about your stories now real quick? Because, like, you know, we usually do, like, a little bit about the film before we jump into other things. Oh, I mean, like, if you want me to, you want to start with that, I usually start with recently well, you said, watched. I, but... Well, yeah, I know. But you said you had two stories. And so I just Yes, to... I have a weird uh, history with this movie for no apparent reason. Because you have been watching this since it came out because you saw it in theaters. No, I did not see this in theaters. Oh. I saw this in New York City on, I believe, a laptop New with my York. sister. Um, they believe the year after it came out. Okay, well, you showed this to me, so yeah, I had never seen shit. it until three years ago. Apparently, that's the only time I've watched this. Yeah, uh, my <laughs> sister uh, showed this one to me. Um, she was a fan of Firefly, Nathan Fillion's in this, kind of just hand in hand there. Um, and which is funny because we're rewatching Firefly right now. But uh, what? take my land and take my or whatever. Shut up! What? You don't know the words. I don't know the. Um, do, 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 do. do you want to hear my stories or not? Do, 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 I'm gonna. Where's something to throw? It's not my fault that that song is so fucking catchy. Don't throw those. I'll lose it. Then that song is so catchy. I'm sorry. Anyways, so anywho, um, yeah. So my sister showed this to me um, when she used to live in New York, and uh, she ripped a copy for me back when you did that to movies. Um, and I watched this on the plane. I, I was on a flight once. I don't even know where I was going. And I was watching this movie. Uh, she had all of her movies with subtitles on them automatically. So no matter what the volume was, you could still watch the movie. Um, and I guess the lady next to me was watching it too because the subtitles were on. And there is a moment in this film where there is a jump scare with a dog corpse that falls from the ceiling. And the lady next to me on the plane jumps from her seat, grabs my arm, and I look at her, and she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like it, Been it's watching fine. your movie the whole Just scared, time. Scared her. She scared me. Um, but then I obsessively watched this so much that I quoted the possum line so often that by the time I showed it to my uh, roommates, they hadn't seen this movie. They didn't know why I kept saying the possum line over and over again. Um, and they just kind of looked at me at one point and they're like, is this what that, is that 
what this is from? Is that why you keep saying that? I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no stories with this at all. I have a deep love for this film. So. Well, I mean, I, I obviously loved it the first time I watched it and loved it upon rewatch. So I'm sure I'll have that, too. I just, you know, I haven't been watching it nearly as long as you, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Haven't been watching it for 18 years. God, God. It's a long time. Yeah, well, you know, it actually weirdly works out with us um, right now because we're rewatching all the MCU Um and we're about to hit the Guardians movies and, you know, James Gunn and we're watching Slither and Slither also has a couple Firefly alums in it. And we're rewatching Firefly at the same time because we <laughs> There's thought... There's a lot going on. <laughs> what else could so... we possibly be watching right now? Oh, and we're watching New Girl and Forensic Files. On top of all that, we also... February is deemed like the, the month of love because I since I pick pretty much mo- most of the movies for October and December... <laughs> I get the shortest month of the year, and you won't even let me do it for the whole month. It's not even that I won't let you. It's just like, all right, I feel like it's like rom coms just tend to be the same thing over and over for the most part. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's boy and girl like each other. They have their falling out, then they get together at the end of the movie. I mean, it's no, ba- it's not because basically. you've got friends to lovers, enemies to lovers. Um, but it's the same general. It's the same general thing. There's two people. Whether they're friends or not friends or enemies, they and then you've got the makeover, you have the attraction, um, the falling out, and then the missed you, connection. I'm just saying, like I like them, but eventually I'm like, all right, got I got the point. Although you did show me some tr- some true gems this year, but yeah, we've watched so much shit. Let me see. Let me let me some standouts for me for this year was addicted to love, which is a. <laughs> so unhinged. It's it's so unhinged, but it's also weirdly like underrated and underseen. Like I don't know anybody that knows of that movie offhand. It's a, it's only you that brings this shit to the table. That's it. It's only you. I am the person who will look at a poster for a movie on a streaming service and go, "Yeah, that's probably fine." Put that's that on. Fine. Well, this one wasn't streaming, so I don't even know how you found this one. I I watched it when it was streaming and remembered it and thought, you know what, Austin will probably like that. He likes Meg Ryan. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. The guy who directed Addicted to Love directed Movie Forty Three. <laughs> well, to be fair, a lot of directors were involved in that, but he boy worth including James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, uh, he also directed Practical Magic. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, this one stars Matthew Broderick and Meg Ryan. And my my review for this movie is, um, I need more. Uh, I need more of Meg Ryan as an unhinged badass biker chick because she was so different in this movie than I've ever seen. I mean, I haven't watched her in a whole bunch of shit, but you know the stuff I've seen her in, she's pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, this one, she M- was more. She's more usually a type A person. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good one. Say anything. Oh, I did not like that one. It was it was meh. Hey, I told you I was going to show you some uh, quintessential rom-coms. I yeah. did not say whether or not you'd like them, but now you've seen them. Some Kind of Wonderful. That was a good one. Yeah, that one I do That's like. a really good one with uh, What's-His-Face from What's-His-Thing. Um, Eric Stoltz. I was going to say Eric Stoltz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those movies he's done here and there. And then uh, Leah Thompson's also in that one. And... Uh, which is hilarious considering he was going to be Marty McFly in Back to the Future and that would have been, his his love interest would have been his mom. Is that the love interest? 
Yes. She was in Five Nights at Freddy's? She was the aunt. I told you that when we were watching it. Oh, I remember she, you told me she was in Fried Green Tomatoes. I'm, I must have just forgotten. She, you yeah, said, she's Iggy, but she also is uh, the aunt that's trying to take his sister in Five Nights at Freddy's. That's crazy. That's the last thing we saw her in. That's crazy. Uh, you also showed me showed me Mannequin. Which I'm not going through every single one. No, <laughs> I'm I didn't just, but think you would. There's a few that I had to mention. You showed me Mannequin, which is a haunting movie. <laughs> It's so, so weird. weird. <laughs> I'd never seen it till last so year. And I was like, I have to show Austin this. This movie is bananas. The fact that this got greenlit, the fact that uh, the cast is what it is, but somehow it's hilarious. And you're like, it doesn't make sense, but yeah. we're going with it. So weird. And now I officially know that's exactly where the Bob's Burgers episode came from. <laughs> it's from definitely and from Mannequin. James Spader playing his absolutely strangest role, in my opinion. Because yeah. James Spader usually plays intense characters. Yeah. And just him playing a brown nose, uh, like a brown noser, is just so strange. Slick, slick back hair and the glasses really. And just like the little pursed face the whole time. He really threw me off on that one. And yeah. then my favorite one that you showed me from this year. Uh-oh, it went away. Where'd it go? Uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, long shot. The movie was just ridiculous. Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron did it great together. They worked very well together. Yeah. Uh, did we already talk? Did we talk about last episode? Seth, Seth Rogen's. Yes, the that's ra- that's why we were talking about. <laughs> oh, did we talk about long shot last episode? Yeah, we talked about oh. that. Um, Whoops. But it. No, I mean, whatever. You're. I forgot. No, it. it that was the. It was because we were talking about how T.J. Miller um, oh, yeah. and that whole like characters who ramble and does it feel believable. And we said um, for T.J. Miller, it didn't feel natural. If it would have been Seth Rogen. Yeah, <laughs> Seth Rogen it was. There was Who was that yesterday? We were watching a movie and we were like, this is another actor who when they ramble, it feels believable. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as Iron Man. when he. Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. <laughs> who was it? Uh, who was it? I mean, we watched The Incredible Hulk, Thor, and The Avengers yesterday, so. And, no, it was day before yesterday. Oh, 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 it's that guy uh, oh. that played Hammer with the glasses. Oh, oh, Iron- um, Sam Rockwell. So- Sam Rockwell, yeah. Yeah, when he rambles on stuff, it, it feels believable to him as a person. Yeah, he yeah. just, yeah, he's got that just manic, chaotic energy, and you're just like, yeah, I, I, I believe this. Yeah, just how Seth Rogen always feels like he has an underlayer of panic. <laughs> yeah, like playing to their strengths. We we got into a whole thing about he, that. He felt very similar to the role in The Night Before, because he's on drugs that whole, you know, that whole entire movie, and he's just like, he's just like, got this crazy chaotic energy. He's always yelling. Yeah, he felt just like he did in Longshot. Yeah. Uh, same thing. So, and then I think that's pretty much it for like some of my favorites, but I did show you, uh, we watched Lover's Lane for the first time. And probably the last time. Oh, man. That, that was terrible, and I don't want to watch it again. That movie was rough. Oh, so rough. Yeah. Um, every time something uh, was poorly done, the acting, the lighting, oh, the man. sets, I'm like, and we know where the budget wasn't. Yeah, on any of that. I don't think there was a budget. Uh... And if there was... Two? Somebody stole that money. Somebody fucked up. Somebody embezzled that and started their I own mean, the own front company. I mean, the fact that Anna Faris gets murdered in the pelvis? In the crotch. I, I don't know. She gets murdered in the crotch in the and crotch. It just falls over and dies. I've got a lot of questions about how that worked, how that killer even got into that room ahead of her unnoticed and was just sitting under the bed waiting for her to appear there. Like, how did he have time to get all that done while she was running into the room? Science. 
They were fresh out of logic Math, on that one. Uh, 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 physics. Hell, uh, even the reason behind why the the killer was killing. Well, she's just like, what? don't don't be. Don't I'm not be. gonna spoil it. I'm just saying. Oh, we should. What? We should real quick. We should probably talk about Lisa Frankenstein too. I know. Because, I was waiting. Oh, okay. Uh, we watched Lisa Frankenstein on Valentine's Day because it was the perfect. It's the perfect movie to watch. It's a horror, horror. comedy. It's a horror comedy for Valentine's Day. Horror rom com. What else can you do? We took the day off. Uh, definitely a fun time. I felt it was dragged a little bit, a little bit. You know, if if it was like fifteen minutes shorter, probably would have got an extra half star. Heartily disagree. Loved it. I mean, I loved it. I gave it a three and a half. I think it was great. I love that they committed to the strangeness. I think it's really impressive to me that Catherine Newton has this ability to play. I would believe her as a popular girl, so as much as I believe her as a social outcast. Yeah, that's fair. Like, she's very comfortably able to uh, work those, like, a range of uh, roles, um, and it still feels believable. But I absolutely adore the fact that they didn't get into the the science of how um, she could bring a corpse to life or help reanimate him. They were just like, nah, but she needs sewing skills for those body parts. Yeah. That's, all you, need. that's, that's all That's all you need. That's the qualifications. Can you sew? Yes. And do you have electricity? Um, yeah. And that was it. And you're like, you know what? I appreciate that. <laughs> we a, don't need this much information. Are you a living, breathing person? Good. You're, you're hired. Yeah. And um, I thought yeah. it was very strange and very fun and... Um, I think it's, I just love it when, you know, like pretty actresses play outcast because you're like, that's just not, (laughs) oh, you're, you took the glasses off and now you're pretty. Yeah. That's, that's what was holding you back from being pretty was the glasses. That's what we were talking about with, um, I showed you America's Sweethearts and Julia Roberts is the, uh, dumpy sister. And you're like, you're like, "Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Julia Roberts, that, that's, well, they made her, you know, they made her fat at one point. She's so, briefly know, fat. Briefly and, fat. Um, so that makes, yeah. that obviously makes someone completely I, ugly. And also, you're <laughs> supposed to believe that she's related to Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, she jumps through lasers. Sure. Whoa. <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. That's a real uh, niche joke there if you watch Workaholics. Oh, we should rewatch that. Oh, my God. Slow down. All right. Let's get that's on. The, that's the sitcom we should have put on the random. I always forget about that one. Anyways, yeah. IMDb Roundup. Let's do it. Um, have we seen this part of this viewing? Yes, I've seen this one time according to my uh, letterbox, and you've seen this, let's just say, a handful of times. Several many times. Maybe several many. So this is Slither from 2006, released on March 31st of that year in the USA. We have rated R for strong horror, violence, and gore, and language. Mild sex and nudity, severe violence and gore, moderate sex and nudity. I already said that. Moderate uh, something. Mild alcohol, drugs, and smoking, and severe profanity. Good Moderate lord. S- you just got mild and then mild and popped back up and started reading again. No, I have mild sex and nudity and then moderate sex and nudity. I fucked up. There are sometimes mild and sometimes moderate <laughs> no. amounts of sex and nudity. I forgot. Uh, oh, no, it's alcohol. Whatever. Our runtime of an hour and 35 minutes. Just fuck off. All right. I do these hastily. No That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> listed as a comedy horror sci-fi directed by James Gunn, who did the three Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He also wrote it, and he wrote Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, Dawn of the Dead remake, Guardians 1 through 3, and the Belko Experiment. Mm. Yeah. Composed by Tyler Bates, who has done so much shit, like Dawn of the Dead, The Devil's Rejects, 300, Halloween 2007, The Sacrament, The Belko Experiment, Guardians 1 through 2, John Wick 1 through 4, X and Pearl. 
man stays working. Busy. The so, Belko experiments that that one where in they the office. Go, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, there's there's so there's two. Not the other one. I know it's not yeah, that not one. Not the one with Samara yeah. Weaving. Yeah. And okay. uh, 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 Steve Yin. Steve Yin. Yeah. Cinematography by Gregory Middleton, who did four episodes of The Watchmen and four episodes of Moon Knight. We have edited by John Axelrad, which is a sick name, who also did Boogeyman, not The Boogeyman, but but Boogeyman from 2005. Oof. Right? I don't know. Krampus, Ad Astra, and Antebellum, starring Nathan Fillion as Bill Party, P-A-R-D-Y, not P-A-R-T-Y, who is in 173 episodes of Castle as Joe Flynn and also 14 episodes of Firefly as Captain Malcolm Reynolds. Hell yeah. <laughs> Among other things. And a few episodes of Buffy. Like Guardians 3, I'm pretty sure. Elizabeth Banks He's is- He's in every Guardians. Is he? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. Elizabeth Banks is Starla Grant, who was also in The Hunger Games as Effie Trinket, among many other things, too. I just put her as The Hunger Games because that's probably the most recognizable movie. Nice facts. Michael Rooker as Grant Grant, who was also in Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy as Yondu Udante. He's also in the Belko experiment, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He gets, like, wrenched in the head. Uh, Don Thompson as Wally, who was also in Watchmen as Detective Gallagher, and Greg Henry as Jack McReady, who was also in Guardians of the Galaxy as Grandpa. So, sadly, this movie uh, did not do well at the box office because it cost $15 million to make and only grossed $12.8 million, which is fucking bullshit. What's amazing to me, though, is that Disney had to have watched this film at some point and been like, yeah, that guy should do Guardians. Well, they had to have. Yeah, like, we like what you worked with. Make us a movie. Uh yeah, I mean, <laughs> he they they saw he could do aliens very well. He also did the you know the Suicide Squad, and it, it's very James Gunn. That yeah. giant fucking monster is very James Gunn. Yep. This movie was filmed in British Columbia, Canada. You can watch this on Amazon for a three ninety nine rental. Movies that came out around the same time. We have Sixteen Blocks, Failure to Launch, She's the Man, V for Vendetta. Inside Man, Ice Age, The Meltdown, The Benchwarmers, Scary Movie 4, Silent Hill, and RV. Four movies. 16 blocks. Yep. Inside Man. Yep. The Benchwarmers. Nope. You've seen The Benchwarmers? Yeah, I don't remember anything. Failure to launch? Uh, No, I have not seen that. Scary Movie 4. There you go. (laughs) Oh, wait, which one's Scary Movie 4? I think that's the one where it starts with... um, uh, Doctor, not Doctor Dre, Doctor Phil and Shaq cutting off their feet because it's the mm. saw. I'm nope, pretty, don't have that one. Pretty sure that one's four. No, okay, I didn't see that. Because I'm pretty sure five is the one where Charlie Sheen gets a giant boner. It's really three is the one that where three is the reli- greatest of all. The time. one where they're reliving uh, the haunting, right? Uh, not the haunting. Signs, signs. The ring. Which is the one when they're in oh the house? My God. That's that two? two. Okay, then I've seen two. Jesus. Continue. Have you not seen Scary Movie 3? I don't care about those movies. It's so funny, though, because I don't really care about one. I don't really care about any of them. 3 is fucking so goddamn ridiculous. Scary Movie, fall, the series falls so hard into that land of things that people are way too serious about that I can't get into like it. Like I said, I don't care about any of the other ones except for 3. The only one I watch is 3 because it's hilarious. Yeah, I know. You and Will send a lot of gifts about that one. Cindy! TV's leaking! Like all the time. So often. <laughs> I'll just go watch that with him. Go ahead! He fucking don't... cares. He lives in the neighborhood. Just go. I'm gonna do it. Whatever. Fucking, fucking whatever. No! <laughs> IMDb summary. A small town is taken over by an alien plague, turning residents into zombies and all forms of mutant monsters. Overall thoughts on this movie. Go! Uh, I fucking love this movie. 
it's strange, it's funny. Um, I think at one point I saw something where James Gunn basically told Nathan Fillion, it's a funny movie, but it's not a comedy. Uh, so Nathan Fillion better understood what he was supposed to be doing with his character. And you really feel that. Like, this movie is fucking hilarious, but it is not a comedy. It is a horror movie, and some of the CGI didn't hold up super well, like, just, like, bits and pieces. But overall, I think it did, and they did such a great job with the practical effects. What do you mean this isn't a comedy? Well, I'm saying it's not an outright comedy. It's comedy horror. Oh, my God. I'm not going to explain that. Okay. All right. Geez. I don't know why I got to get so mad. It's not like a scary movie comedy where there's... But the practical effects. I'm the sorry. The majority is about comedy. It is a movie that is funny. All right. That is a horror movie. God. But the practical effects. But the practical effects were great. <laughs> Good God. So manic. Um, what you wanted. No, I wanted... Uh, I wanted pepped up. Hyped up. Pepped up. Pepped up. Pop it. So my overall thoughts is this is a solid horror comedy with fantastic effects and a great cast. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, likes. Oh, boy. I got some likes here for you. All right. Get it. All right. So I, I, I really enjoy the opening scene. It's easy and to the point. Thing crash lands from space on Earth. Done. Explanation over. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like, they don't go into this long thing. It just starts off with a fucking asteroid that shoots to Earth. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all you need. Fucking explanation from where it came from or whatever. Much like I said about Lisa Frankenstein, people overthink the amount of shit you got to explain to us. Just get to the point. Yeah. As long as it's a clear path, we're good. Yeah, no, and it just got, it got to the point. It's not like there was this opening scene... You know, just getting to introduce all the characters and all this and that. No, just straight from asteroid, straight from space. Like, boom, to the point, done. That yeah. is the setup for the whole movie. Aliens. And very apparent from the get-go that this town, there's not shit going on ever. No. They're literally sitting in a car just shooting the shit while one of them's rambling about birds while the other one's trying to nap like yeah. the police officers <laughs> and nothing's happening. And that's like that gives the clearest depiction of what kind of world we're in. It is a town where shit doesn't happen, nothing, but something is about to. Yeah, and Nathan Fillion's character is like, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put my hat down. Can you just shush, basically, like just shut your, shut your cake hole. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to sleep. So yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake, they have something called deer cheer, which is they go celebrate deer hunting season. If that's an event in your town, you live in a small town. Yep, <laughs> like, there's no way around it. They're celebrating the season for deer hunting with little hats and line dancing, and they're in a tiny bar, yep. and everyone's got a very fake accent. It's great. Yep. I want to. I want to know who besides like Elizabeth Banks and some characters. I want to know if there's any characters in this movie that actually have a real country accent. Well, I know Nathan Fillion's Canadian, so that's not the same. <laughs> um, no, so I'm saying I don't think he does. Uh, but he also kind of has a similar accent in Firefly, right? Which makes sense based on what Firefly is. I know. So. I'm just. I'm just saying. Um, Could you imagine if he did just have a random country accent for no reason? I've heard how he normally talks, and it's how he sounds in Firefly. He just twanged it up a little for Twang. this. Twang. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think most of them have the accents in this film. Well, that's my. What's another one of my likes, especially Elizabeth Banks, because I know her normal voice, and it's. I don't. Was the. 
Did they try to go for like a cheesy, you know what I mean? Like, did they try to like overdo it for this movie? Because there's no way Elizabeth Banks was like, all right, this is my accent. And they're like, yeah, that's perfect. I feel like they had to have been like, all right, you know, kind of cheese it up a bit. Um, I know for her, they were going for like that Hitchcock blonde look, uh, yeah. that Hitchcock blonde effect. But you were also supposed to very much get a small town feel where like these are people who live and die in this fucking town. Yeah. Um, everyone knows everyone. No thanks. Yeah. So I, I feel like that had to have played into the level of twangness in the accent. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, I also like Grant Grant, A plus name. Yeah. Grant Grant. A plus name. Don't know why. I don't know who's thought. Like that's, that's why I think this movie doesn't take itself too seriously. Cause like there's shit like that. Like Grant Grant. Like what the fuck? Yeah, no, there's no <laughs> real that? particular reason for that. Um, it, it is a hilarious name, though. Yeah, Grant Grant, Starla Grant. I thought her name was Darla, cause, and then I put subtitles, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's Starla. Interesting. Yeah. Not Darla. It's Starla. Uh, the comedy is also fucking on point in this movie. A lot of it is kind of just reactions of things that I don't know if they were supposed to be funny, but they're hilarious. But then there's, of course, the mayor. He's there for comic relief, even though he's very annoying. Yes, but and still kind funny. Of, yeah. It's it's so weird because, like, you're like, man, I hate you because you're so crass and, like, skeevy. But at the same time, you're like, you are saying some really funny shit. Well, okay. It's, like, so hard to, it's hard to hate him, but it's hard to like him. I know Nathan Fillion said that he liked his character so much because um, he got to react like someone would react in the situation, not like an action star would. And I think that's what really plays into how well the dialogue goes is these characters are reacting and they're all like sarcastic ass people from a small town. And those pe people like that, you know them, shit just pops out of their mouth yeah. uh, when things are going on. And that's when all the, the, the comedy is almost entirely made up of people just saying shit and it being funny because they're reacting to what's going on or they're just being sarcastic to each other yeah. and the dialogue feels genuine that way. It's not like someone's trying to make a joke. They're just being themselves is how it feels. They're, yeah, and they're just like, it's like natural. It's like there's not a lot of setup jokes and punchlines. Uh, you know, Nathan Fillion's character does have some, but for the most part, it is just like the reaction shots of people seeing stuff and being like, oh, fuck, what the hell? And yeah, it's hilarious. And Nathan Fillion does have a really natural way about him when it comes to that kind of comedy that I think really works in his favor. Well, that's my next like that you so funny you should bring that up is just Nathan Fillion. Just that's He's it. He's a delight. He's a delight, not in enough things, uh, except for 173 episodes of a movie, a show I've never seen. So I don't know. I've watched a couple episodes of it, um, but I was always too busy to super get into it. I would watch it, though. Anytime I, I see him pop up, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Pretty much. Um, He is going to be a Green Lantern in the Superman Legacy movie that James Gunn is doing. Ooh. Yeah. So, nice. um, and I think the Green, so I looked up that character, and he's going to be like the Green Lantern that found the Lantern Corpse. So, um, if that means anything to you. No, I don't know anything about the Green Lantern. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Um, Nailed it. So, yeah, he's uh, really likable. I think the only time he's unlikable is in Buffy because he's a villain. He's and meant he, to be He unlikable. does straight up poke someone's eye out. Oh. Um, and breaks someone's How arm. How rude. Yeah, wild. But 
everything you see him in, he's really just natural. I mean, hell, I think we said we liked White Noise 2 better than White Noise 1. <laughs> I did, because, because the storyline was better, and he was just better in it, which is odd to say, because Michael Keaton's such a great actor. Yeah, he. but like, but we, but like, like we said... Even Nathan he, Philly was just yeah, better. Even we said uh, Michael Keaton could not save that movie, unfortunately. Yeah, and Nathan Fillion's natural charm really helped when the, with the second one. Yeah, there was just a much better plot, too. Yeah. Seeing people before they die. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, likes back to likes. Uh, I honestly thought I remember the CG being shit, but that's probably why I didn't give it the rating I did, and why I gave it exactly what I gave it the first and second time is because CG looked great. The big, the big monster of um, when you know when uh, Grant Grant turns into the monster, that was a little wonky. But the slugs, fantastic. Yeah, there was a couple po- slug scenes where they were a little, a little wonky, a little wonky but, but not like part, not crazy bad. Not crazy bad. And you know, for being but like 2000, 2005 to like 2009 was like such a like another golden era if you will for like CG cuz like Pirates of the Caribbean, Davy J- or you know, uh, um Curse of Davy Jones or whatever the fuck the second one was. Mm. How does that look better than shit that's come out you know like last year? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean like seriously, it's like they put so much more time and energy into who the fuck is at our door? Oh, it might be your it might be your present. Oh. Um Yes, it's th- your present. They put so much time and energy into doing effects back then and nowadays it's like they're pumping out movies so fast they just don't give a shit about quality. Because even we watched Hulk yesterday or two days ago from two thousand eight or two thousand nine, that still looked fucking great. That almost looked better than the Iron Man did. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah, because there are bits of Iron Man one and two where you're like, ooh, that's interesting. Um I mean I will say that Hulk in Avengers and onward, I like that design better but overall. Yeah, better. But it still, it honestly didn't look as bad as I remembered it looking. Yeah. So, so the CG held up very well. There's also great practical effects in this, like truly great practical effects. A lot of great practical kills. Um, I liked the squids on the map. That was hilarious. How the whole the whole squid conversation. I guess I would go more into my favorite part or favorite moment. But the whole squid conversation with Nathan Fillion and everybody in the police station was Maybe fucking. Maybe they have Lyme disease. Fucking gold. Um, I also really enjoyed the hive mind aspect of the infected and how Grant was like talking through so many different people. That was cool. And I also really liked the dynamic of how the alien comes to Earth infects a main host that main host puts all the babies into like somebody else's body all the slugs come out and then those slugs infect people that he can control that's fucking sick yeah that is such a sick like plot and then uh, i also really enjoyed the acid spit because that came out of nowhere i didn't know that that was a thing and then they just started spitting and then that one lady's face started bubbling up and you're like oh shit they can spit acid this is really cool nice nice addition so um yeah what about you um, for likes and dislikes? Yeah, full, yeah, likes. I, I didn't have many dislikes. I mean, how could you? Um, <laughs> no, likes. I, I really like the, dyna- uh, the dynamic. Dynamics. <laughs> the dynamic Dynamics. Uh, between the actors was really strong. Um, you you did get the sense that they knew each other for years, um, that they all kind of liked and disliked each other to some degree. Um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the, the whole alien effect was good. Um for me, I, I really enjoy the uh, what you said, how it's like, oh, he finds a host to carry, yeah. um, then impregnates the host, uh, then it spreads out some more, and some of them get infected and some uh, by the worms, and some of them uh, get impregnated to be future hosts to keep breeding yeah, it's crazy. them out. <laughs> and that was wild. 
Um, I also like that they had this whole um, romantic element to Slither, uh, yeah. where like, which kind of fit in with uh, the theme for the month. Exactly, because uh, you know Grant Grant's the one who gets infected by the initial alien, and he retains that level of love that Grant, uh, if for his wife Starla, that Grant had. Like even when he they find the initial alien. He is very tempted to cheat because Starla doesn't sleep with him when he wants. And when the moment really comes, he rejects the advance because he's like, you know what? I He basically makes an excuse, but you can tell it's he doesn't really want to do it because he doesn't want to hurt his wife. Yeah. And um, so you see, he does genuinely care even if he is upset and he... Um, he realizes he's, he's gone too far with the attention he was getting from someone who is interested in him. And to yeah, see the that, monsters are kind of like conscious of what they're doing. It's very, very different. Yeah. So the alien retains that love. And because of how she um, he is introduced to Starla after he takes over Grant's body, um, that whole element where he doesn't want to hurt Starla. He wants to keep Starla is uh, is very interesting. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, there's no there's no part of Grant left. No, there's stuff in there still. He's still there. Yeah. And that just doesn't always typically happen in these kind of movies. No. Yeah. It's a nice little addition. <laughs> yes. So dislikes, uh, not like I said, not very much. And there were just kind of like scenes, like when Grant was trying to force himself on Starla. Not a fan of that. Hey, she said nobody. Oh, I think I saw something where they like, the producer fucking hated that scene and tried really? to get it cut. Yeah. Uh, even Nathan Fillion and James Gunn said the most horrific scene of all was that. Yeah. You're like, dude, she said no a few times. Like, yeah. And then, up, then try, and then flicks her nipples to get her in the mood. Like she's like, it's not like I have an on switch and he's like, flick, flick. Like, yeah. Uh, wow. wow. I, that's that. She's like, that's just disrespectful. I'm like that is, this is a horrible oh, way. Like I am drier than the Sahara desert, buddy. This is not even sort of working. not even working. Yeah. Uh, another dislike was the baby with the fucking goddamn tomato in the crib. That's just dangerous. Okay? There was dialogue for that, and they just cut it out. That is dangerous. That, in, like as a father, I'm like that is that's just irresponsible. I, Why does that kid have a fucking tomato? It is, but it's also hilarious because you're like, why the yeah. fuck does that kid have a tomato? The size of his, almost the size of his head. The big tomato. Big tomato. And then, of course, I did not like any of the animal deaths. There's a lot of animal deaths in this. Not like you see a lot of animals die, but there's just a lot of mutilated animals, like dogs and cats. You know, I, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, whatever. Like, wild animals, if, if they would have just had, like, the foxes or, like, the cows, like, I'm still not okay with it. But, like, you know, when you do pets, man... Well, hey, they did purposely avoid seeing the those twin girls get uh, the slugs in their mouth because it's yeah kind of a sexual nature sort of thing. So Kinda, they yeah. thought it would be too much, and yeah. so they that's that's fair. James Gunn was like, "Yeah, that'd be one step too far." So we didn't do that. That is that because I was wondering, I was like, they didn't show. I was like, and I thought about, it, I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. There, yeah, there's a vaguely sexual nature to the whole process, and they thought yeah. that would be a little gross. Yeah. Um, it's not here. I don't know where it went. It's gone. But my hot take is that this movie is better than Guardians 3. That's what I'm saying. That's my hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Guardians 3. Phenomenal movie. Not disputing that. I'm not saying it is a bad movie. It's just, it didn't feel like a Guardians movie to me. It felt more like it was just centered on Rocket. And that should have been a, maybe just like a something different. Because it, it just didn't feel like Guardians to me. It was so focused on one Guardian of the galaxy instead of everyone. It just kind of took away from it. But I, if it's like, if it came down to the two, I'm picking this to watch over guardians three, not one or two. I'm, I can't say that one and two are fucking my, some of my favorite Marvel movies, but uh, yeah, that's my hot take. 
Oh, I'm going to say if I had to pick a James Gunn movie, I'd probably just pick this one. <laughs> if I'm picking James Gunn, I'm going Guardians. Yeah, I'm going yeah. this one. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, they underutilized Nathan Fillion in Guardians. It's okay. So He was, he was used very well in this. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the point I was hooked was when Grant used his ten- chest tentacles to uh, suck the life out of that girl, or I guess it wasn't impregnate her with the baby. Suck the life into that girl. Put the life, the, yeah, put the alien life into that girl. Sounds weird, no matter. Because you, you know, well, because and there's also a really cool scene that goes along with that one is when everyone's at Deer Cheer and he's not. He's with Brenda trying to get his freak on, even though his freak is definitely different now, because uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's like the mayor's counting down from like 10 to 1. And and on 1, the scenes are playing like back to back. On 1, Grant turns around and rips his shirt open. And then the tentacles come out. And then he just like puts the life into that that girl. It's very weird. But it was a very good time. That That's when I was hooked. Uh, you, was there a scene that you were like, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm ready for this movie. Mm, I mean, horror wise. Uh, no, just like a point that you were like, like, that like hooked you into the movie. You know what I mean? Like that you were like, I'm in. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Um, probably the uh, conversation they had at the um, crosswalk where they were kind of talking about who Starla is and all that. And there's that bit where the um, it's the sheriff, it's Nathan Fillion and his deputy, um, who's a woman, are talking. And he's like, oh, that's because you're into Gina. And one of the kids goes, what's Gina? He's like, uh, it's where Chinese people come from. Jesus. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? What, <laughs> is, that... what is that? Yeah, the number of ways they talk about uh, that character being a lesbian in the weirdest non-direct manners. Like, she packs a box lunch. Yeah. Kills me. But that that little moment was so ridiculously funny to me that uh, I was I was into the film. All right. Well, I was never lost during this movie. I feel like it did drag like for a couple minutes, but like only like a couple minutes. And it's when everyone gets separated. Yes. Um, I don't feel bit. like the deer fight scene really needed to happen. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, is there a point that you're like, nah, I'm out of this movie? No. Yeah. That's what I, uh, I Like I'd say if there were edits to happen, I'd probably cut the weird deer scene because <laughs> nothing else happens like that. The rest of the yeah. film, you don't see any other animals infected. Yeah. Um, I feel like they, they so. I feel like they were channeling their evil dead. Yeah. You know. Cuz there's that was that evil dead 2 with the deer on the wall? Yes. yes. Yes, it is. Uh my favorite specific horror moment for me is when Brenda exploded and all the worms came out. That was amazing. Yeah, that's uh What about you? Uh, probably that one, but also when um Grant whips that arm thing and slices the guy up the uh middle. Yeah, that's my favorite kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, favorite character for me and probably for you is it's gonna be Bill Party. Yeah. Why would it not be? Yeah. Least favorite character for you is gonna be the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> he's like I said, he's so he's so fucking skeevy and he's so just crass. But you're like you're so funny, but I hate you, but I like you. Ah, confusing. I, I also really like Grant. Grant after he um between when he gets infected. Um, before he starts getting all weird looking. Yeah. Um, that moment where he goes meat shopping when he uh, lays down the bed of leaves and it just kind of flops on his back and starts rolling in it and you just hear him going meat, 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 meat. It's like, I need I need eight, eight of your steaks. Make it 10. You know what? Just give me 14. You know <laughs> what? Fucking a whole truck bed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, 
Uh, he's like, oh, what? Uh, you throwing a party? Something like that. It's a surprise for the wife. I'm like, why don't you ever surprise me with 14 with, steaks? With a truck full of meat. Uh, my favorite line. Uh, well, there's a notable one in the beginning, and it's only because of who said it and who he said it in front of. And it's the mayor when he's like, get the fuck out of the way, cocksucker. And then he looks over and there's a wife and her and her uh, like child. It's like, oh, hi, hi, that one was good. But I really like the old guy when he was like, it looks like something that fell off my dick during the war. Yeah. And he's referring to uh, the squid monster Grant Grant. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Did you already say it? Uh, no, I think my favorite line is still um, when they um, come in on it's Brenda. I don't know. In the in the, uh, the big the big bloated yeah yeah Brenda yeah in the barn and she's talking about how hungry she is and she's just like, can you hand me a bit of that possum over there? <laughs> Which just is a funny. Bit. Oh, I don't know if this is in your trivia, but the actress uh, who played Brenda, one is claustrophobic and had to be in that that crazy uh, prosthetic rig, and two, apparently has a meat phobia oh. and was in a room of dead animal carcasses. It's just like very stressful scene for her to do. That sounds awful. Yeah. Um. So performances were good. Absolutely. Great performances. Cinematography was nice. Very well-framed shots. Nice angles. Very well done. Score, ominous foreboding, and even a little dramatic. Played nice with each scene. Um, I mean, yeah. And then some favorite moments real quick. Uh, I already mentioned that one. The whole squid conversation. I already mentioned that one. Oh, man. I mentioned most of these. Wow. We did a good job. <laughs> we did a very natural job of bringing up all the things we enjoyed. Oh, so, okay, here, real quick. One of my f the favorite scenes is when the slugs cover the car where that girl's hiding. Because it's like, it's a really cool scene because she's, you're looking at her in the car and then just like shadows of all the slugs eventually oh, cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, really good scene. I love the mayor's meltdown over the Mr. Pibb. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. That was funny. Um, and then the big reveal of Grant near the end, and then that whole scene with him trying to throw the grenade at Grant was fucking. <laughs> it just ends up in the pool. He throws it. He, you know, he whips the grenade out of his hand. Then he picks it up. Then he throws him outside. Then he drops the grenade in the pool. And then he eventually he fills him up with all the um, propane gas and explodes. It was such a great scene. Yep. Um, such a good time. So, um, did you have anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up here? No, I just think it's a great movie and it's super. Fun Everyone to watch. should see it. That's so, accurate. Uh, post review stuff here. Taglines. I've got what's got it. What's gotten into you? Horror has a new face from the people that brought you 2004. Oh, that one's stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't slug it out and feed the fear. So trivia: Jenna Fisher, who was married to James Gunn at the time, had no idea was not originally part of the cast. The actor, in her role, begged to be released from his contract because he had an offer to shoot a pilot. So Gunn let him go. Rather than have a performer on set who didn't want to be there, Gunn swapped the character's gender and gave her a few more lines. By the time the movie was released, Fisher had become immensely popular from The Office, so she was the one who went on to the Tonight Show before the uh, before the film opened. Nice, which was cool. So let's see. Rooker dislocated his shoulder while filming the scene where he attacks Starla and grows a floppy arm. It was a long day of shooting with multiple setups, and he didn't tell anyone until after the shoot was in the can. Wild. The original title of the film was Wiggle, but producers requested it to be changed to Slither because it sounded more threatening. And That's I, for the best. I agree. That's Wiggle is silly as fuck. Um, Nathan Fillion confirmed that one of the things he really enjoyed about playing Bill was his bewildered and terrified what the fuck is going on reaction to almost everything that happened rather than reacting like a standard action hero would. 
Director cameo, James Gunn is the uh, teacher at school, Hank. And also, there's a cameo of Lloyd Kaufman in the police station. Uh, Goofs, several characters' accents fade in and out of the movie's second half. I never noticed that, but apparently, nope. yeah. Well, when Bill is being attacked by the dog, the wires are clearly visible. Uh, when, the, uh, when the zombies grab Starla from Bill's wrecked car, Bill calls Carla Carla instead of Starla. <laughs> Rated 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 3.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Has a certified fresh rating of 87% on the tomato meter. Nice. And a 63% audience score. I give this a 4 out of 5. 4 and a half. 4.5 out of 5. So that makes it a Frightmare certified slap. Similar movies according to Letterboxd, we have Feast, Undead, Cabin Fever, The Cabin in the Woods, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And similar movies according to IMDb, we have Super, The Crazies, The Faculty, Splinter, and 30 Days of Night. You didn't get reviews, did you? I did. I got one. Oh, shit. What did you get? I had to scroll for a really long time because the there reviews was not, yeah. <laughs> were either extremely long or not funny. were the same quotes over and over again. Okay. I pulled... I won a four and a half star review that said watching this with a pulled pork sandwich was a dangerous game. <laughs> I've got a few here. Two and a half stars from Kavork's hungry question mark. What about possum? Can <laughs> <laughs> you love that possum over there? Uh, four stars from Lawrence. Oh, nine disgusting and sexual. I love it. Okay. Weirdo. <laughs> uh, three and a half stars from Josh Lopez. This movie is saltier than soy sauce. I don't know what half of these mean. And then this one goes on track as, or goes on record for being the weirdest one because I have no idea what it means. Three and a half stars from Seorsis. Me when the penis monster sucks itself into my mouth and I see and I see visions of bad. What? What? I don't know. I had to throw it on there because I was like, I don't know what. If you know what that means, shoot us an email. Stay spooky at Outlook.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Slasher app at Frightmares Podcast. Our email is stay spooky at Outlook.com. You can also follow me personally on Letterbox at Dr. Proctor. You are Watson LMP90. Booyah. Um, so this is almost the end of Creature Feature February. We have one more episode this month. Me and Corey will be back next week doing The Void, and we will have a super special guest on that one, Mr. Aaron Poole, star of The Void, and uh, he will be calling in, and we'll be having a, we will be having a chat, and it'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Yes. So until then, stay tuned and... Stay spooky. Thank you.